Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, and Arkansas. Jeff Castle is chief meteorologist at CBS TV affiliate KSLA in Shreveport, Louisiana. Things come together just right. There could be the potential for maybe a higher end type of tornado. We're talking EF2 or stronger. The northern Rockies will see a major early season winter storm. Jim Crisula, CBS News. The Powerball jackpot is now an astonishing $1.5 billion. There have been 39 straight Powerball drawings without a big winner. But you do get another shot at your champagne wishes and caviar dreams tomorrow night. The jackpot has soared to $1.5 billion. You feeling lucky this time? Your chances of winning are still insane. One in 292 mil. Stacy Lynn, CBS News. Following the release of the jobs report, stock futures are up. This is CBS CBS News. Eggland's best. The only eggs with more fresh and delicious taste, plus superior nutrition, because the way we care is anything but ordinary. Only Eggland's best. I'm Tamron Hall. Doesn't your family deserve the best? Eggland's best eggs, classic, cage-free, and organic, give you and your family more, more delicious farm-fresh taste, plus superior nutrition. Compared to ordinary eggs, Eggland's Best provides six times more vitamin D, 10 times more vitamin E, and 25% less saturated fat. These are no ordinary times, so why choose an ordinary egg? Only Eggland's Best. Better taste, better nutrition, better eggs. For all your printing needs this holiday, Staples has you covered. I need custom printed holiday cards for my one-of-a-kind business. Staples has you covered. It's beginning to look a lot like I need custom party invites. Fast. I need cards for everyone who gave me a hand this year without spending an arm and a leg. Staples has you covered with personalized holiday cards and invites. And now save 40% on custom holiday cards and invitations. For everything you need printed, go to Staples, the working and learning store. In-store and online ends 1217. Exclusions and restrictions apply. 100 years ago, there was this discovery. November 4th, 1922, British archaeologist Howard Carter finds a buried staircase leading to the untouched tomb of King Tut. The golden face mask of the young pharaoh looks back to an age of glory. Heaping glory on the land he once ruled. Ever since the discovery of his tomb, Tutankhamun has helped Egypt's economy and public persona. Egyptologist Salima Ikram. Tutankhamun is the only pharaoh who has sustained and looked after his country beyond his reign. An ancient king helping his modern descendants. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Pumpkin spice isn't just a welcome fall treat for customers at Starbucks. It's a big boost for the company's bottom line. Starbucks says fall drinks led to its highest ever sales week when they were introduced last month. Sales of hot and cold pumpkin spice increased 17% in the fiscal fourth quarter. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 
Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Do you have questions on Medicare Advantage plans or supplements? David Logie of Logie Insurance can help. Why call an 800 number when you can sit down with a local agent? David will help you select the correct plan for your needs. David can be reached year-round, 130 West Washington Street, Nelsonville, 740-753-3376. Dave here. I do not run a call center. If you have questions or it's time to make a change, call me at 740-753-3376 at 740-753-3376. Disney Concerts presents Disney Princess, the concert. Be our guest for a magical night of music and animation as we take you on a journey through the iconic songs of Disney princesses and queens, all performed by acclaimed Broadway stars. November 29th, OU's Memorial Auditorium in Athens. Reserve seats are on sale now at ohio.edu slash performing arts. Brought to you by Pandora Jewelry and Ohio Performing Arts Series. Rick Wasserman is the best choice for county auditor. He's a proven, effective leader. His work at the Land Bank has helped revitalize communities while his collaborative approach and strong relationships have paid big dividends. As auditor, he'll bring fairness and transparency to property valuation and ensure taxpayers know their rights. After 22 years, it's time for fresh thinking and a new approach at the auditor's office. On November 8th, vote Rick Wasserman for County Auditor. Your sports leaders in Athens County, 970 WATH and WXTQ Power 105, the flagship station of your Ohio Bobcats and the home of the Athens County Game of the Week. And on 970 WATH, tune in for the Ohio State Buckeyes, Cincinnati Reds, Columbus Blue Jackets, Cincinnati Bengals, and all season long, Athens Bulldog football, basketball, and baseball. Monday through Friday, tune in to the sports fans starting at 6.06 and stay up to date with local sports. Follow us on Twitter at WATHWXTQ. Sports. They came from every corner of the country, from small towns and big cities. But they all shared one thing in common. They belonged to a family called Marines. A tough and determined few dedicated to protecting everything we hold sacred. And still, they come. Celebrate the history of those proud few who have earned the title Marine. Athens County cares about you. I'm Micah. Join me Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 on Classic Hits 970 AM and 971 FM WATH for discussions about essential information for seniors, such as nutrition, caregiving, mental health, Medicare, and all other relevant topics for seniors in Athens County and the surrounding areas. Athens County Cares, a project of United Seniors of Athens County, Tuesdays and Fridays at 10.06 a.m. on WATH. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals take on the Carolina Panthers on Sunday, November 6th at Paycor Stadium. Be there for every play as our high-powered offense and unyielding defense take the field. And join the Bengals' salute to service as we honor active members of the military and veterans throughout the game. Don't miss your chance to be in the jungle live. Limited tickets remain. Visit Bengals.com or call the Bengals ticket hotline at 513-621-8383. Come rule the jungle with us. 
Medicare Open Enrollment is here. Now through December 7th, free help is available for older adults and people with disabilities. Buckeye Hills Regional Council can connect you with a certified Medicare counselor to find the plan that's best for you and check your eligibility for additional Medicare savings programs. Visit BuckeyeHills.org backslash Medicare or call Ohio's Medicare hotline at 1-800-686-1578. That's 1-800-686-1578. This resource was supported in part by a grant from the U.S. Administration for Community Living. Have you heard of Project RISE? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project RISE. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. I-N-E-P-T. Tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters. Raw, raw, raw. Well, Coach Turf, you're off to the beach as Seashore State is the next ball game. It's coming up this weekend. That's right. You know, it is a road ball game, and I am real proud of the fact that you got the 19 and 37 Packard back here in one piece. What I'm going to do is make sure that you didn't do nothing wrong. I'm going to get our brand-new driver, old Skid Crawford, to fire that rascal up. Hey, Skid, fire up the old Packard, will you? Coach, that's just the way it was starting with me. Well, that's the way it's been starting ever since 1937. Listen, it's purring like a kitten. Not any kitten I know, but it, it, that, that thing runs like a fine watch. Listen to that rascal go. And we appreciate you driving around all week in that thing and, and appreciate you bringing it back to us so we can make this road trip over to Seashore State. Well, I guess you've got everything packed and ready to go to the beach. That's right. We got us a brand new driver, old Skid Crawford. Nurse that rascal. Nurse it. He's got everything. I meant to tell you about that uh, about that rattle, Coach. Uh, well, he's got everything packed in, in trunks and all the uniforms and all the equipment packed in the Packard, and we're ready to go. How do you get all your players on this one vehicle? Well, some of them ride in, some of them ride on, some of them ride behind. Do you have a limit on the number of players that you can take on a road trip? Only the ones that can suit up. I'll be back with Coach Turf right after this message. And earlier in the week, we had a sponsor of Halloween candy for that jacked-up sugar buzz, then the Halloween candy hangover from the sugar crush and sugar crash. And now, today, the Arc Turf Show is sponsored by Stale Halloween Candy. Stale. Stale. Coach Turf, you're ready to head to Seashore State in the road game this week. I see you have the Packard all ready to go, and I'm certainly glad to be giving uh, up the keys uh, to your new driver. Well, that's all right. We got Skid Crawford going to take good care of us. Of course, now, anytime you want to take the Packard for a week or a day or anything, a little spin around town, you just feel free. Maybe you can do it again next year. I think I'll let somebody else have that privilege. Well, Skid can take care of us. He's going to take us to the beach, and I understand that the Seashore State has got a real fine ball club. What do you know about them? You have a scouting report on them? Well, that's right. You know, we got a real fine scouting report. Understand they got real fine boys at their skill positions. Like, for example, they got a quarterback named of a Sturgeon, Stan Sturgeon. Understand he can hand off and uh, he can throw the football. He can run the football. He's a triple threat out there. In fact, he likes to throw the ball to his favorite wide receiver, boy named of a Schooner, Scott Schooner, and he likes to float 
over that field and catch that ball. And their favorite running back is a boy named of a Schroeder, Shrimp Schroeder. Uh, not a very big boy, but he can really scoot around them ends. What about your coaching opponent this weekend? Well, I understand that uh, Coach Sheffield, that's uh, Shark Sheffield, who's been coaching over at Seesaw State for quite a while, has got a real fine uh, bunch of folks that helps him out behind the scenes. Good supporting cast, then. Well, that's right. You know, like, for example, his secretary, a girl named of, uh, Sue Salisbury, you know, helps him out in the office. But not only that, she uh, is out there during the ball game selling the programs, and they do something real cute. They print their programs on seashells. So Sue Salisbury, who's the sensational secretary to Shark Sheffield, coach at Seashore State, sells seashells at Surf Stadium home games so the spectators can spot the star signal caller Stan Sturgeon and his supporting squad Scott Schooner and Shrimp Schroeder. Is that what you're telling me? I'm glad you said that. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. Ah, yes it is. Good times for you and me. And look at that sunshine. Ah, yes, it's the party line on a Friday, wrapping up the week. 47 degrees outside, going to get up to 75 as the day moves along. No mention of rain until maybe a little bit on Sunday. And tomorrow they say it's going to be 79. Looking ahead a whole week, it's always in the 70s and the 60s. It certainly could be worse. Good morning, folks. Welcome to the Party Line. I'm Dave Palmer. Scott's here. Good morning. Good morning. We already have someone trying to ring in here. <laughs> so let's uh, get all our buttons just right. Whoops, that's not the right one. This is one it is. Dawn, maybe? Um, yeah, it's, it's, I think it is. Good morning. Hickey-poo. Hey, Hickey-poo. Hey, Don. He hey, guys. How are y'all? Uh, well, let's see. Scott is mediocre. I'm... Eh. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Man, I'm fine. The frog hair twice split. <laughs> I'm like a bad penny. They can't get rid of me. Yeah? Cool. <laughs> so what's up? No, I just I call in and talk to you guys for a while. I'll let you know I'm still in Atlanta living and doing good now. Amen, brother. Well, we heard you had a little uh, spell, right? Oh, yeah, a little. Well, I, I don't know the details. And maybe you don't want to share them, but the point is uh, you you had a little health bug, right? Yeah, I had a little health spot there, and I'm doing good. I went to Dr. Wednesday and finally getting my appetite back. Yeah, well, that's a good. Friend, a friend that took me, we stopped at IHOP, mm-hmm. and I hadn't had breakfast, been able to eat breakfast for a while because I hadn't had no appetite. Mm-hmm. 
ate what they call the breakfast sampler. Uh, two eggs, two pieces of bacon, two slices of ham, Jeez. two slices of sausage, and a square of uh, hash browns. It sounds, to, it sounds to me <laughs> like you're getting your appetite back. Yes, sir. I'm I'm glad. I was, I went from 248, no, 242 to 198. Oh, mercy. Goodness. Yeah, since August. Because I you know, had no appetite. I didn't want to eat. Yeah. That'll do it. Well, yeah. and on the other hand, the weight loss might not be a bad thing. No, it helped my blood pressure and my diabetes. There you go. Found out I had those. I'm like, what? Yeah. I said, Doc, I know I'm sweet, but please. <laughs> <laughs> you got the bonus plan, didn't you, when you went in there and found out all that other stuff oh man i tell you what though the knowing that <clears throat> and and knowing what you're supposed to do to prevent that from be irritating and and worsening is important yeah yeah i watch what i eat every spoonful every forkful <laughs> i watch it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, no, I'm careful what I eat. I have to. I don't want to end up. Right now, I'm only on the pill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't want to get worse because my dad is diabetic and he didn't take care of himself. And he's getting two shots a day. Yeah, my uh, wife, who passed recently, she um, had to do some of that sort of thing. And. Uh, you know the regimen of doing it every day on time. That 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 you know, it, it's um, it's something you have to learn and keep up with. Yeah. Yep. I have a uh, former college teammate of mine that knew he had diabetes when we were younger. Yeah. And he didn't do anything about it, and he knew he should have, and now. He said he's paying for it, which, you know, he wished he would have done something about it sooner when he was younger, sure. treated it. But uh, now he has to wear uh, these special socks for his support of his feet and his ankles and uh, calves, thighs, hmm. you know, all yeah. that. So he can still get around, but he probably could get around better if he would have taken care of it at a younger age. Should, yeah, well, my should, dad. Uh, should, should, uh, Scott, should you and I buy him a pair of socks? Who, tickety-poo? Yeah. Of course, Christmas is coming, man. Okay. What color do you like? Pink? <laughs> okay. You want pink or bar- Barney purple? Well, pink is, fights cancer, so. That's right. Green and white's good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, it's good to hear your voice again, and we know you've been gone for a little while, and it's uh, welcome back. Well, it's good to be back. Yes, sir. Hey, are you able to go to uh, any ball games? Are you no, well enough I, to go? No, I haven't been able to get to any. Oh. Well, I know I you. Those are, a, I know Tuesday night they on ESPN, too. Yeah. Only thing I could get was a sound. You can you, I'd turn it off and back on. 
and the picture would work, and the sound, all of a sudden, the picture would freeze, and all I get was a sound. Hmm. Oh, wow. You have cable or satellite? Cable. You need to call Spectrum. Do you have Spectrum, I'm guessing? Yeah, that's who it is. Well, you, you need to call them, have them come out and check check the connectors on the poles that go to your house and then have them come in your house because that will cause distortion and your picture to freeze if those connectors that go from pole to pole, some of them are out in the in the woods, you know, and yeah. some of them come loose and they they don't even see it. You know, you can the ones you see from the road, obviously you can get to pretty easy. Do you have similar problems with other channels? No. Okay. Well, well that's still an indicator, though. Yeah, it could yeah. be that connector because uh, if if s- certain channels are not coming in, for instance, a certain range of channels, like if, yeah. if your e- ESPN channels are all freezing up or distorted, that's an indicator of that connector is not right, either coming from the line on the pole or outside of your apartment or house or whatever it may be. So regular, regular ESPN, I have no trouble. Yeah, uh, you you better have them come out there and check that, or call uh, call Spectrum, have them reset your uh, cable box too. They yeah. can do that. They can reboot your box if you just give them a call. We got to get that fixed, man. So there's you can watch a, a game. There's a way to re- uh, reboot your box. Yeah, you can do it at home too. Yeah. Uh, um. It seems to me you just hold the power on switch for a lengthy period of time, and then all of a sudden it'll go into this rebooting. Or you can go into settings on the menu there. Menu? Okay. Yeah, it'll have the reboot in the settings list there of options, too. Yep. All you got to do is click on that, man. And it'll take it'll take maybe 15 minutes to reboot. It has to go through all the stages of the, the booting to do that, but it may help, too. If not, you know, call Spectrum. They can do it uh, via automa- uh, automated signal. Mm-hmm. They can just sometimes send a signal right to your box. Yeah, sometimes it says not connected. But my Wi-Fi box, yeah. the light's blinking where it's on. You mean your modem? Yeah. Yeah. So why do I go to the back of it and plug it? For a few minutes, I plug it back in, and it works for a while. I think you you should ask uh, Spectrum to inspect your thing. Yeah, you may need a new modem, too. Sounds like that's not holding the signal like it should. Have them check yeah. everything, man. The boxes yeah. from the poles into your house, the box on your house. We're amateurs. They're pros. And I've done it a few times with them, you know, troubleshooting moms, and we finally got to the root of the problem it was on the pole yeah. the connector and there was one up way in the woods that you know you can't see you can't get to easily and they went way up in there and they said yep it was disconnected wasn't working the way it should so all right well right here on radford most of the line goes right down falls the road mm-hmm. but you know what they did a good job getting it resolved too so i'll give them some props too I'll give him a call. Yeah, yeah I, w- I would suggest that. Yeah. All I right. Good to hear your voice. Yeah, good to be in the land of living, too. I'm, <laughs> I'm thankful. All right. Keep in touch with us. Keep eating. Okay. Bye-bye. See you, Don. Again. See you. Bye-bye. Bye.
Well, listen, um, speaking cool. of, of sports, last night um, the basketball season got underway for Ohio University. Uh, they hosted in um, what I guess you would call an exhibition game. Yeah. Uh, Capital University out of uh, Bexley. And uh, the final score, 79-62, Ohio on top. Um, I had every intention of going to that game. You had your tickets, too? I have all my tickets. I had my parking pass. I had everything, but I didn't make it. Oh, man. You could have jacked up the attendance by one or two more (laughs) anyway. Yeah, it just didn't happen. Yeah, it didn't look like there were a lot of people there. I saw pictures, highlights. Oh, I didn't. Uh, of it, too. So, yeah, it was an exhibition game. Still, you know, people. Yeah, but, get, I, get you know, I have, a con- I have a little connection to Capitol, so I, I thought it would be a great game to attend. And it just didn't work out. Yeah. But right. anyway. That's what happens. Um, let's see here. As a team, Ohio shot 43% from the field. Nine percent from the three-point line, and fifty-nine percent from the line, meaning foul shots and stuff like that. Capital had thirty-eight percent from the field, thirty-eight percent from the three, and fifty-eight percent from the line. What about rebounds? Ohio out-rebounded Capital forty-eight to thirty-three. Ohio forced 23 turnovers, scoring 23 points off of them. Sounds like we did a good job last night. Jeff Bowles uh, was uh, even mentioned uh, how cool it was to have the uh, the band at the uh, event. Yeah, I did see pictures of them there. So, yeah, uh, way to go, Bobcats. Yeah, good start. Yes, indeed. Now the football Bobcats need to beat Miami. Tuesday night. And that's an away game, isn't it? Yes, it's at Miami. You going to go? That'd be a good road trip for you and MS Viv. Um, well, she's in Florida. Oh. Uh, in a day or two to uh, take care of something down there. And we'll be gone about a week. Anyway, let's see. Today is November 4th. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, there's that darn phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, today's November 4th. Of course, the year is 2022. Today is a Friday. All right, let's see. What do we have in historical events? On this date in 1576, the 80 Years' War. In Flanders, Spanish defeat Walloon and capture Antwerp. In 1841, on this date, the first wagon train arrives in California. Hmm. 1845, the first nationally observed uniform election day in in the United States. The first Tuesday after the first Monday in November. Uniform election day. And, of course, we have one coming up next Tuesday, right? Yes. Um, Let's see here. Let me get back to my um, paper here. 
1862, on this date, American inventor Richard Jordan Gatling patents the hand-cranked Gatling machine gun. He had it on display in Indianapolis. You've seen those things. They had like a half of a bicycle wheel, and you just rotated it like this, mm -hmm. and you know, fire, boom, 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 like mm -hmm. that. Okay, the Gatling gun. That was a devastating weapon back in the day when it was first invented. When I had um, basic training, I, let's see, do I have the term right? AR-15, 16, something like that. Probably 15, okay. yep. Okay. And it would fire as fast as you could pull the trigger. And it also had a mechanism whereby if you had flipped a switch, as long as you held the trigger in, it would just rapid fire like a machine gun, bup, 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 like that. It was, um, I was pretty good with the targets and everything. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, imagine that. Good for you. All right. <clears throat> 1879, the African-American inventor Thomas Elkins patents the refrigerating apparatus. Wow. 1879, the refrigerator. 1922, Howard Carter discovers the intact bomb. No. Forgive me. And we've been talking about this all day this morning. Howard Carter discovers the intact tomb of Pharaoh Tutankhamun. Help me. Tutankhamun, right? Tutankhamun. Oh, King, King Tut. King yeah. Tut. Tutankhamun. No, thank you. That was right. In Egypt, and of course, as hard as that is to pronounce, we've just always called it King Tut since. I remember going to Chicago with um, Pat, and we went through the exhibit that was being toured around the country. Fascinating. Simply fascinating. Was it the real King Tut, yes, though? Yes, yes. Oh, wow. Yes. All right. Let's see here. And there's many stories floating about on television today about all of that. And how there's so much more to be discovered. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Uh, 2008, Barack Obama becomes the first African American to be elected President of the United States, defeating Republican candidate John McCain. Um... And if you've listened to my show for any length of time, you know I had a relationship with John McCain and his father. All right. Let's see. Famous deaths. You ready? Sure. Now, this one won't be too tough for you. Cy Young. Ah. Born in 1867. Died in 1955 on this date. And you know he was from uh, Newcomerstown, Ohio. 
that's where he passed. He was actually born in Gilmore, Ohio. He was uh, one of the best Major League Baseball pitchers ever. Denton True, yes, T-R-U-E, Young, nickname Cy, born in Gilmore, Ohio. He worked on his family's farm as a youth before starting his baseball career in the professional leagues. Young entered the major leagues in 1890 with the National League's Cleveland Spiders and pitched for them until 1898. Okay, wait a minute. So before being the Cleveland Indians, they were the Spiders? Correct. That was actually one of the names that was uh, bantered about, as they say, for a new nickname. Okay. But they wanted, a lot of people wanted to return to that, and I have no idea how they picked the name they did. <clears throat> I think I think I would have been in favor of that. Yeah. Why not? Well, Little retro stuff? Yeah. You know, yeah. they wear retro uniforms. Why not a retro name? I just realized I got my pages mixed up. Normally I do birth- birthdays first, but we we started with deaths. So Cy Young, we did. Yeah. And there's a there's an award for him now for the best pitcher in the National League and best pitcher in the American League that is given each year after the season is done. The Cy Young Award. Let's move on. Um, Felix Mendelssohn. Now, uh, that's music, folks. Mm-hmm. Born in 1809, died on this date in 1847. Jacob Ludwig Felix Mendelssohn Bartholdi. <laughs> that's it. No more. Born and widely known as just Felix Mendelssohn was a German composer, pianist, organist, and conductor of the early Romantic period. His compositions include symphonies, concertos, piano music, organ music, and chamber music. Some of his compositions include The Wedding March, mm-hmm. A Midsummer Night's Dream, Symphonies Number no. 3 and 4, and Elijah. All right, uh, now we'll do the birthdays. Let's see here. I'm just reading my another page here. Okay, so Doris Roberts. Uh, as I recall, an actress. I think she was on some of the um, comedy shows <laughs> um, on television. She was born in 1925 on this date. She died in 2016. She was great. She was on uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. That's right. And uh, she was fantastic in that show. Doris May Roberts was an American actress whose career spanned seven decades of television and film. She received five Emmy Awards and a Screen Actors Guild Award during her acting career, which began in 1951. Hmm. She was five feet, one inches tall. Will Rogers. Why do I know that name? Will Rogers. <laughs> I think we've all heard that. <laughs> I was yeah. waiting. Um, yeah. 
Okay, well, he was born in 1879 All right. on this date, and, and he died in 1935. He was born in, get this, Oolaga. Oolaga. Oklahoma. Oolaga. That'd be a good opening for that song of, um, what's that song? Ooga Chaka, Ooga Chaka, yeah, yeah. that one. I can't I stop this feeling. feeling. Okay, Will Rogers. Uh, we, we've all know the name, but lay the facts on us. William Penn Adair Rogers was an American vaudeville performer, actor, humorous, social commentator. He was born as a citizen of the Cherokee Nation in the Indian Territory and is known as Oklahoma's favorite son. Well, he has a great expression on his face here in this picture. All right. Hooked on a feeling is that name. I couldn't think of it there. That's for, it. That's that. it. The Uga Chaka. Yeah. Okay, someone I had the pleasure of knowing, Walter Cronkite. Of course, a news anchor for CBS. And wow, what guy. Anyway, he was born in 1916 on this date. He died in 2009. Walter Leland Cronkite Jr. was an American broadcast journalist who served as anchorman for the CBS Evening News for 19 years. During the 1960s and 1970s, he was often cited as the most trusted man in America after being so named in an opinion poll, which that would be hard-pressed to find someone now with the way the news is today. For me, anyway, because, as we've said in here many times, or me too, I don't know what to believe from one side or the other. And that's the way it is for this November and, 4th. And there's there's another factor. Uh, I'm adding, at least. And that is certain news operations have connections to certain points of view. Yep. Well, as I've mentioned, when Bob Bayette was here, our news director for how many years? A long, I mean, a long time. Decades. Yeah. Told me that he felt that the news was not news anymore. It was an editorial of whatever the journalist reporting felt it should be. Folks, we have... Um WATH was not connected with any national news network when I arrived. Um, I reached out to some of my friends with the network. And we were an NBC affiliate after a while. And were for a number of years. Um, and at the time, there was only one other radio station in the state of Ohio. It was in Cleveland that was an NBC affiliate. So I was very proud of that. Um, then, um, NBC decided, mercy, we should be all over that state. Now, they were in television, but I'm talking about the radio side. And as that occurred, um, 
I made the choice to switch to CBS. And once again, uh, CBS has been very cautious. No, that's not the right in, in implication. Anyway, they, they aren't just everywhere. They pick and choose, and they like to really be proud of their affiliations, and so we are proud to be a CBS station. But years ago, we were NBC, too. All right. Well, so much for Walter Cronkite. Um, now, we have one more person to mention, and he's living. It's uh, the 53rd birthday for Matthew McConaughey. Now, um, he's been in the news a good bit lately, hasn't he? Um, some. You know, he's been talked about running for political office in his home state of Texas. Um, things of, of that have popped up. He's He's been uh, to college campuses supporting football games, football teams, uh, particularly University of Texas. Uh, you see him on the sidelines there at times. Uh, he's been to Marshall University a time or two because I, if you remember, he was in, he, the, the coach in the movie uh, We Are Marshall, mm -hmm. the movie about the, the infamous plane crash in 1970, I think it was. Uh, incidentally, Marshall was scheduled to play Ohio U here in Athens uh, that next Saturday. Uh, uh, after that plane crash happened, but uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I I vividly remember th the big flower wreath that was on the fifty yard line mm. on a uh, tri stand uh, little mount. There it was a yes. big big flower wreath in in uh, honor and remembrance of uh, Marshall University. Sure, there obviously the game didn't happen, but OU. Uh, obviously recognize that and put that giant wreath there um, on that tripod. I had not heard this story. Yeah, it was at the 50-yard line. Um, I went down there. I don't know. I, maybe Dad and I went down to see, and uh, maybe Dad took some pictures of it. But uh -huh. uh, anyway, I yeah, I very clearly remember that. But uh, Matthew McConaughey was uh, obviously the lead actor in that movie. And uh, he's also been in many other movies, too. Um, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, The Gentleman, uh, The Dallas Buyers Club, to mention a few, The Wolf of Wall Street. And uh, one of my favorites that he was in was um, U-571. It was a World War II uh, movie uh, about sub uh, submariner warfare mm. that he was the captain of the submarine that was disabled. Uh, they ended up capturing uh, a coder from the German submarine. And uh, that, that was a basically a true story about how the uh, encoder, German encoder of messages was captured by the U.S. Navy, which allowed them to decode lots of German messages that were going back and forth between obviously warships submarines and uh, really um, helped turn the tide Matthew McConaughey yeah 
53rd birthday today. Okay, let's look at some of the harder news. As I said, it's Friday. It's November 4th. And the final results of Israel's fifth election in four years is one of the items in the news. A legacy of discovery in ancient Egypt, and that's referring once again to King Tut, and much more. So Netanyahu returns to power. Former Prime Minister and current opposition leader Benjamin Netanyahu is poised to return to power after near-final election results showed his conservative coalition winning a majority of the country's parliament. He lost power in 2021 after a coalition of left-center, right, center-right, and Arab political groups agreed to a power-sharing structure that produced a one-vote majority in the 120-seat Knesset, right? I think that's how it's pronounced. That's like their Senate or whatever, but they call it a Knesset. The ruling government collapsed in June, triggering the country's fifth election in four years. Netanyahu's return to power relies on a coalition between his conservative uh, Likud party, L-I-K-U-D, which is projected to win most of the seats at 32, and smaller religious and nationalist parties. The block is currently, the block is currently uh, pegged to win 64 seats, providing a larger majority than recent governments. The story goes on here. A number of smaller political leaders are expected to assume prominent positions, including Itamar Ben Gajir who was accused of exasperating clashes with Palestinians last summer. But reports suggest Ben Javier is on track to becoming public safety minister. Interesting. Let's move on to Pakistan. Former Prime Minister uh, of Pakistan, Imran Khan was shot in the leg yesterday at a protest march in what his supporters say was an assassination attempt. The former cricket star, the sport, who's 70 years of age, was giving a speech in the eastern Punjab province in a push to bring snap elections to the country after being ousted from power in April. At which time, after losing a no-confidence vote, Khan remains pub- mass public su- Khan maintains mass public support um, 
and had been traveling in a large vehicle convoy headed heading toward the capital. A lone gunman claimed Khan was misleading the people, and his motive stemmed from Khan's convoy playing music during the call to prayer that summons Muslims to the mosque five times daily. He was arrested at the scene. At least one man was killed and several more injured in the attack. Well, this shooting is the latest attack on a Palestinian leader in a country with a long history of political violence. Uh, I think we've done enough on that. How are we doing? we got nine minutes. One hundred years of Tut. That's my next item. Today marks the centennial anniversary of the beginning of the excavation of King Tut's tomb. And who was the head of that initially? A British archaeologist, his name Howard Carter. Buried under shifting sands and hidden from looters and explorers for nearly 3,000 years, the discovery was a worldwide sensation and renewed public interest in ancient Egypt. King Tut, also known as the Boy King, assumed role as pharaoh during new king during the new kingdom period also known as the dynastic timelines he did so at the age of 9 well he might even have been 8 years old 8 or 9 it's right in that zone during his short reign which lasted around 10 years he made efforts to restore ancient Egypt's polythics, one of their religions and culture, while beginning to restore existing monuments. His tomb contained more than 5,000 artifacts, including an unprecedented look at royal burials in life during the period. And as I said, I remember going to uh, Chicago to see an exhibition which toured about the country. And now there's much more available. So uh, I, re I do recommend it. All right. A Russian-aligned official in occupied Ukrainian region of Kyrgyzstan says Russia is preparing to pull troops from defensive positions near the river there. The Ukraine counteroffensive has stalled in, after, after reaching uh, a key port city. I guess that's good enough. Um, update on the World Series? 
Oh, what a game. Another great game last night. The, <clears throat> excuse me, Houston Astros won again last night. So they take a 3-2 to two lead in the World Series. Three games to two, the best of seven. The first team to win four wins it, for those of you that don't right. know what the best four out of seven means in baseball. Uh, so the Houston Astros only need one more win in the final two games of the World Series to win the World Series yet again. And uh, let's see, it was a great game, great defense in the later innings. Uh, the Astros center fielder made a great catch up against the wall to save potentially the tying run for the Phillies. And uh, uh, just a well-pitched game again. Uh, very exciting to watch. Great defensive plays. Uh, the day today is a travel day. Normally it would be game six, however. Uh, game number two, I think, or th no, game number three was rained out. They had to move it back a day. Thus, it moves the series back a day. So today is a travel day. Game six tomorrow night in Houston. And if they need to play game seven, it will also be in Houston on Sunday night. Uh, let's see, high school football tonight. We've got the Nelsonville York Buckeyes hosting a round two game in Bookdale as they will take on Loudonville High School. That game starts at 7 p.m. Pre-game uh, right around 10 till 7, I do believe, on our sister station, Power 105. And uh, you can catch all the exciting high school football playoff action tonight on Power 105. Let's see. The Bobcats football team is off until Tuesday, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Ohio State football Buckeyes. They play tomorrow at noon uh, at Northwestern University. Uh, Pre-game will be here at 1030 on 970 WATH. And uh, join the great voices of Paul Keels and uh, Jim Lachey as they give you all the exciting action of number two ranked Ohio State. And uh, let's see, the Cincinnati Bengals play at one on Sunday as they host the Carolina Panthers. So lots of football there. Uh, I think Ohio Volleyball plays. Uh, mm, I think they play this evening, and I want to say it's at Toledo. I heard on the sports report. So uh, check it all out if you uh, want to watch some of that uh, exciting action online. Uh, you can do that as well. So, uh, yeah, lots of things going on here from football to basketball to baseball. Absolutely. Still happening. And the NBA basketball has also started too. Uh, let me switch topics considerably. Um, I just want to talk about Ohio's winter crisis program. It's getting underway. Um, they've had such things for years, but perhaps it's never been needed more than this year. Uh, Ohio has a number of programs that can help eligible residents better cope with record high heating costs this year. And um, rising energy costs are nothing short of frightening for many Ohioans as cooler fall temperatures will soon settle in. But assistance is available for, for some of the most vulnerable. The cost to heat homes with electricity, natural gas, propane, and heating oil is expected to reach its highest level in a decade. A 
averaging about $1,200 for the season. Mm. Um, Paul Billups is Director of Energy Assistance at Step Forward, an anti-poverty agency in Cleveland, the Cuyahoga County up there. He says they connect eligible Ohioans to the Home Energy Assistance Program, which helps pay heating bills. Ohio also has a winter crisis program, which begins today and provides one-time assistance for eligible Ohioans who are threatened with disconnection or have been disconnected from their utility service or have less than 25% of bulk fuel available. So, to qualify for home energy assistance programs, income must be at or below 175% of the federal poverty guidelines that's roughly eight forty thousand that's roughly forty eight thousand dollars for a family of four. Anyway, the point is if you're struggling, you should contact them. And uh, we'll try to find out who the local um, contact would be and share it with you next week. One more you, thing I want to mention, you, congratulations to the Trimble High School Lady Tomcats. They bowed out of the high school state tournament last evening. They were defeated by Newark Catholic, but still a great season. Uh, Trimble High School Lady Volleyball finishes at 22-5. and five. Now, Scott, I had asked you to pick out a couple of jokes, and we probably only have time for one. Huh. So um, did you come up with anything? Um, I'll just pick out one here, too. Uh, what do you call a fish with two knees? A toonie fish. A toonie fish. Two knees? Two. Oh, I, now I get it. <laughs> and you got to do the yabba thing, too. Yabba dabba do, folks. There we go. Now it's official. Have a wonderful weekend and enjoy the sunshine. Yes. All right. In our 73rd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Wendy Gillette in New York. South Korea says it spotted 180 North Korean warplanes near its borders, triggering the country to scramble its own fighter jets. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer reports. The South Korean Joint Chiefs of Staff said that the North Korean planes were detected in several areas close to the border over a period of about four hours in the middle of the day. All week, South Korea and the U.S. have been conducting their largest ever air drills. Yesterday, they decided to extend them, a decision North Korea has called a dangerous and awful mistake. A new report from the Labor Department shows employers added 261,000 jobs last month, more than